2: now
3: Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com. Now, NobleGoldInvestments.com. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: Hey, guys. Good to be live with you again. Happy Thursday. Well, today we're going to talk about Bill Gates-funded artificial breast milk. I don't know if you guys are aware of this project, but uh, Bill Gates is the chairman of a group called Breakthrough Energy Ventures. It's supposed to help with climate change issues. And they believe that if we can find an alternative to women's breast milk, we might be able to save the planet from climate change. So he has funded this project for a matter of years now, and it's still a few years out from having artificial lab-grown breast milk ready for children in regards to the baby food shortage that's currently happening. Baby formula just happens to coincide with coverage of Bill Gates project. And now Americans are acting, asking too many questions about whether the two are tied. And so the fact checkers are coming to the defense of Bill Gates once again, saying no, 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 no. Bill Gates is not associated with the current baby food shortage also, you guys have been wanting me to look into the plant fires, the food processing plant fires and such. So I'm going to break down my thoughts on that as well. Uh, but before we get into, you know, what exactly is an artificial mammary gland, artificially grown breast milk? What's it actually made out of? So let's dig into that. And I want to know whether you guys uh, would feed your child this stuff. Uh, so before we do, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. The hottest temperatures of the year are just around the corner. That means that costlier power bills for you and me are here. This summer, your bill could be higher than usual because of the increased cost of materials and supplies across the board. This is why I highly recommend visiting EasySummerCool.com. This amazing 4-in-1 uh, portable AC unit. Uh, it's portable, easy-to-use mini air conditioner. Uh, it's got several great settings. I keep mine on every day, and it keeps the room nice and chilly. Anyone who wants to save on their power bill should have one in their room. Learn more by going to my link down in the description, easysummercool.com. Uh, link down below, you'll save 50% off if you order yours today for this Father's Day. Um, it also helps... Purify the air and humidify the air if you want. You can actually lift this hatch up and uh, turn it into an air humidifier if you would like. Uh, Four-in-one amazing portable AC unit. Uh, A lot of people getting those for the summertime. So get one at my link. You'll get that discount and you'll support the sponsor of my independent coverage. With that being said, let's see CNNs exciting update on on uh, bill gates fake breast milk lab-grown human milk maybe just three years away breast milk is the perfect food for babies but not all mothers are able to breastfeed and with adoption or surrogacy parents don't have that option especially you know if it's two men having a kid right <laughs> that's the other thing that's big in the headlines right now. So they're calling it bio milk is what it's called. So what exactly is it made out of? Well, it actually comes from partially from actual humans. It says here bio milk team creates its product from cells taken from human breast tissue and milk donated by women in the local community who get a target gift card in return. Hey, do you like shopping at Target? Give us a segment of your breast and you'll get a gift card. That's what it says here. Biomilk grows the cells in flasks, feeding them nutrients and then incubates them in a bioreactor that mimics the environment in a breast. Here the cells absorb more nutrients and secrete milk components. So here they grab, they grab your cells, stick them in a bioreactor, and then the cells from your breast actually grow somehow into milk. They're trying to figure that part out. Now, biomilk is still, they go on to say biomilk is still three to five years off from getting a product to market, Strickland said. First, the startup needs to grow mammary cells at a much larger scale and at a lower cost. Biomilk also needs to convince regulators that the product is safe for babies, a test that's especially challenging for a new food category, like lab-grown human milk products. There's no such thing right right now. So, so it's uncharted territory. Is this really going to be safe for your kid I saw I saw um a post being shared around social media of a man who you know decided to become a woman and then raise a baby and he really wanted to breastfeed his baby and so he I guess he took enough hormones that he was able to secrete some milk shockingly he said he he was getting a little bit of milk to come out of his breast and it's just like I didn't know that men could do that. And also, you know, is that milk healthy given the load of hormones that the man has been given? You know, those hormones that go into the milk then go into the baby. Interesting times. But it says here, you know, that no formula is is like the magic replacement for human milk. There's nothing like human milk. They say here that fatty acids which help brain development And growth and hormones such as cortisol, which help develop the baby's sleep cycle come from the mother's blood. So really, if you, if you really want to nourish your baby, you need to be giving that baby the milk from its mother so that it can include the nutrients from her blood that include cortisol and fatty acids. But you know, some, some parents struggle to be able to provide breast milk. And that's why I think not enough people talk about the mother's nutrition. Even before she gets pregnant, she needs to be nourishing her body um, and making sure that her female, female hormones are on point. Um. So now the fact checkers are circling their wagons around Bill Gates saying, no, Bill Gates is not associated with this new, um, baby formula shortage. So apparently the FDA went and targeted the biggest food, uh, uh, baby food facility in America and decided back in February that because four infants felt, it fell ill from bacterial infections associated with the baby formula that they needed to shut the facility down for months on end. Why does it take months and months to resolve this bacterial issue at the plant? I mean, that would put most businesses out of business if you're shutting down the whole thing. And we're just now, like, it's just now dawning on us. Uh, something's very fishy with this, but apparently it was all at the hands of the FDA. FDA saying, sorry, Abbott Nutrition, you are going to be shut down for months and months and months which would send any business out of business, you know, and supply chain has already been strained with all of these economic sanctions globally. So now suddenly uh, store shelves are going bare. I was watching uh, the today show interview, countless moms who are struggling to find formula for their babies. Um, And meanwhile, Bill Gates project is in the works and it's like, dude, fact checkers are like, stop jumping to conclusions. He's not associated with this. Why would Bill Gates be associated with the FDA, the FDA who shut down the baby food processing facility? Oh, wait, what the heck is this? FDA.gov, FDA and Gates Foundation collaborate to improve public health. Huh? That was in 2017, 2017 that they were in the middle of, of collaborating um And FDA is the same agency that is shutting down baby formula, which according to Gates Foundation is bad for the environment. So it turns out uh, Bill Gates and his people believe that baby formula is leading to climate change um, because it is keeping the dairy industry in business and cows lead to global warming as some people like to theorize for some reason. So that was the whole purpose of Bill Gates trying to create this artificial breast milk so that we can no longer mess with cows. Um, and cows, by the way, are cow. Cow milk is, is another industry that's been highly manipulated. And I want to talk more about, um, Uh, raw cow milk versus homogenized and pasteurized cow milk and the deception within that industry. um, I I think that raw cow milk is probably one of the many health, issues that are censored on YouTube. So I might get in trouble for talking about this, but I link down below an important website, realmilk.com. It gives you a lot of details on uh, the difference between raw milk and homogenized and pasteurized milk. Um, it's basically been pretty much pretty big scam over the past century if you really look at the data um i was raised on raw cow milk meanwhile the propaganda in the media was that cow milk raw cow milk is going to hurt your health fact is it actually from the data we can see it actually helps your health and for some strange reason everyone that we meet who was raised on raw cow milk. Cow milk has zero allergies. They're not. A, they're not allergic to anything. Meanwhile, people who never got to drink raw cow milk are struggling with countless allergies. I'm just. I'm just wandering through this world like I don't know why I'm immune to all these things that my friends are suffering from. But yeah, I have zero allergies, and everyone that I know who was raised on raw cow milk also has zero allergies. So that's just something pretty interesting. Now, RealMilk.com, which I've linked down below, they, they go in depth with a lot of this stuff. Um, I, I think baby formula, I'm a health nut myself and I just, I would never give my child baby formula, um, that was made in some plant, highly processed. What all is in that? And you're giving it to your child. Um, of course, mother's milk wins out. But if you can't do that, why not go another highly natural route? Now, my link down description. I, if you go to that website, they actually break down um, these issues. So apparently, California, they look at California. Apparently, when raw milk, raw milk has actually been illegalized in many states, which makes no sense for it to be illegal to drink. Raw milk. Basically, if a grocery store sells raw milk, they're gonna get in big trouble with the government. Why is that? Very strange. When you look at the data, where raw cow milk was available, there were zero outbreaks of human illness from consumption of raw cow milk. Um, they, they analyzed California, and they show that, like, back in 97, when you could get, uh, raw cow milk in California, there were zero outbreaks of human illness, yet, that same year there there were 28 persons ill from salmonella in California all from pasteurized milk. So for some reason people are getting salmonella actually from pasteurized milk. Not to mention the highly proce- the high processing that goes into the milk, the pasteurization homogenization actually makes the milk really hard on your body, which is why so many people become lactose intolerant. And it's really interesting when lactose intolerant people have tried raw cow milk, they can actually handle it. Their bodies can take the raw cow milk, even though they're lactose intolerant to the pasteurized version. Why is that? So why is it that people are getting salmonella from pasteurized Uh, cow milk in California, 97. 1996, they go back through the years. 96, there were also zero outbreaks of human illness from raw milk, but there were 46 illnesses from salmonella and another bacterial infection. In 96, in 94, there were also zero human illnesses from raw milk, but there were 105 illnesses from E. coli and listeria. So what is going on? They go back through all the years and it's like, if you look at the data, this doesn't make sense that the FDA would demonize this kind, you know, the natural raw milk from the cow and and pretend like it's going to get you sick because the health benefits from people who were raised with it, have been immense. So, just to let you guys know, the baby formula out there on the market does come from uh, pasteurized, homogenized cow milk. Um, highly, baby formula is highly processed. It all, also has vegetable oils like canola oil in the product, which is in, incredibly processed. Canola oil is basically rancid when you buy it off the store shelves. It has been stripped of its flavor and scent to get rid of the rancidness. So you can't detect that it's rancid, but canola oil is incredibly toxic and rife with free radicals. And I can present more of the research that I've analyzed on that in another YouTube episode. I'll have to, but, when I see that, you know, American children are all being raised off of one giant uh, food processing plant. And now that plant's been shut down by the FDA could be a blessing in disguise. I mean, do you want your child and the rest of the American children to rely on one uh, crony plant that is creating some strange, highly processed version of a substitute for what the baby's supposed to be drinking, which is the mother's milk. Um, so I don't know. Look into my link down in description actually shows how you can, uh, they actually have a recipe for making homemade baby formula involving raw milk, which may or may not be way better for your child's health. All right. All right. Now, I want to direct your attention to this new article out today involving Bill Gates and...
2: No
1: fighterflare.com
4: Bill, it says Yahoo Finance. Billionaires like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates are making big bets on farmland. Here are two effortless ways that you can access it too. So they go on to say that Bill and Melinda Gates prior to their divorce accumulated roughly 270,000 acres of farmland in less than a decade. The Amazon founder and chairman Jeff Bezos has amassed 420 thousand acres in recent years. That's insane to me. They've been spending the past few years just collecting this farmland. What are they doing with it? Maybe they're just diversifying their assets. Um, But I know a lot of my viewers think it's for sinister purposes, like buying up all the farmland and then quitting all farming so that there's no source of food. I don't know. But I know that if I had a lot of money like they do, I would diversify my assets into land. And a lot of people know that farmland is a really safe place to keep your financial assets because farming is theoretically always going to be needed. So the value of that asset is always going to stay in place, regardless of the upswings and downswings of currencies, stocks. And the like. So, you know, I, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think about this, but I know um, that a lot of people really think that Bill Gates is up to something strange, which which directs me now to your questions. A lot of you guys have been asking me questions about the the food plants that have been burning down. I know a couple of them were, one, one was hit by a plane, one was almost hit by a plane, and then there's all these articles about explosions at food plants. I went through the immense list of explosions. I mean, if you just Google, I, I actually Googled, I think plant fire is what I Googled, just plant fire, and it brought up all the plant fires. You know, plant fires are very common in the United States. Honestly, I live in the Houston area, and what happens in the Houston area is we have a lot of uh, chemical plants, plants associated with the oil and gas industry, which is very huge here. You know, oil and gas are very flammable things, right? So if it's a whole plant dedicated to it, there's a million things that can go wrong. And sure enough, they do. We have chemical fires all the time. When I was with Fox, I was your chemical fire go-to girl whenever there was a plant fire or an explosion, I had to go out there to, to the plants and stand in front of flames and report on it. Um, and so we did, you know, we had, I don't know, in the course of my three or so years reporting for Fox in Houston, I maybe covered like a total of what, four or five plant fires in the Houston area. Um, you know, one was a, one was like a steel, uh, like welding sort of shop. But the other ones were like big oil and gas facilities. None of them were food facilities, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of food facilities across the United States. So, you know, when I when I think about all this and think, okay, in any given year, if you Google plant fire, how many of those plant fires are going to be food food plants? You know, a certain amount is is always going to be i think so are we jumping to conclusions on this there is another there is another um food associated plant fire slash explosion that did just happen last week these these things are continuing to happen and so it's like are we reading into this i'm I'm just i'm trying to figure out you know the fact checkers are swarming around saying you know everyone's jumping to conclusions on these on these uh Food processing plants burning down. Uh, so the latest one, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you that I think that this, there is some grand, um, scheme to burn down all, all of our food processing plants. The bottom line is there's a lot of food processing, um, plants across the United States and there's a million things that can go wrong. And I read like, a federal agency investigation of a couple of like meat plants. Yeah. I think one was like a chicken, uh, chicken plant and uh, they prepare chicken and cook it and get it ready for, for sale at the grocery store. And in that case, like a uh, hydraulic hose was, had been repaired and apparently the hose was not attached tightly enough. And so hydri- it, the hose, splits apart. Hydraulic oil goes shooting through the f- factory, uh, and where the chicken's getting cooked, it ignites the hydraulic oil. And then next thing you know, there's an explosion of fire and the whole plant burns down. This has always been happening. So I, I don't know, um, if I can say that the, there's any grand conspiracy here, although, The amount that we've seen just in 2022 so far, and they're big, like these are, these are not like small little fires. Like one of them, the entire plant had to be shut down. All the workers, several hundred workers laid off because it was going to take a year to rebuild after this plant like exploded in March. So these are massive instances that have happened this year. Um, now the latest, I'll play, I'll play the local news report on the latest one, which happened just last week in Illinois. It's a grain bin that exploded. Uh, I believe this is associated uh I'm not sure what, what all it's associated with. It could be associated with the, um, mm-hmm. ethanol industry, which the ethanol industry just exacerbates the food shortage because we shouldn't be taking grain, corn that people eat and trying to c- convert it into gasoline for our gas tanks when that's not even economical to, to do. So. That just raises the cost of grain to begin with. So trying to make ethanol, and then if your ethanol plant has an explosion, then you have to dedicate even more corn and take it away from producing food. But anyway, here's one of those plants that exploded last week and here is the update on it
6: investigators are searching for answers after a grain bin explosion in peoria wednesday night hurt two workers and left behind millions of damage
0: it happened at bio urja the former location of adm our demetrius sanders joins us live near that site with the latest demetrius
7: well, Shelby, Mark. I want you to take a closer look at the damage right behind me, and you can see why Peoria fire officials say they are thankful that the outcome of last night's explosion was not much worse. Now, if you take a look here, you can see three silos, which almost look like they're tilting in a fourth silo that is destroyed, leaving behind what appears to be some sort of grain all over the ground. Now, OSHA is investigating exactly what happened here. A spokesperson says compliance officers are looking into the cause, and if all OSHA standards were being followed. Now, prior to being relieved by OSHA, Peoria a firefighter spent much of last night into this afternoon on scene. Peoria Fire Chief Sean Sahlberger says, alongside fire crews, BioUsia and their experts were assessing the situation and looking at ways to proceed.:
1: If people don't truly understand, when you deal with these type of products and you deal with dust, um, the dust from corn and grain can be explosive and flammable. Now,
7: a representative with bio says that the plant is closed for now, but they are looking for ways to safely reopen. I'm also told that the two workers that were injured are expected to be okay. For now, reporting live in Peoria, Demetria Sanders, WNBD News.
4: Yeah. So who knows? I'm just I'm trying to be a realist about this. Okay. so I saw one of your comments here. Here it is. I'm confused. Whose side are you on? Oh if you're talking to me I'm just on the side of reality. Like is there some grand conspiracy to randomly take off like this uh, potato chip factory in 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 the west and this uh, freaking you know other factory in the right, you know Nestle we're we're taking down Nestle next um in Maine or whatever. I don't know. I'm just trying to keep it real with you guys and um I do think it's interesting that the fact checkers are swarming around. There's a ton of fact check articles saying, you know, everyone needs to calm down and stop jumping to conclusions. But I'm like, are are people jumping to conclusions when Joe Biden once again looked into his crystal ball and said there would be a food shortage? Let's look at what Joe Biden said. Uh, this was back in March. With
6: regard to food shortage, yes, we did talk about food shortages. And and it's going to be real. The the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. And uh, because both uh, Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example. Just give one example. But we had a long discussion uh, in the G7 with uh, um, the uh, with both uh, the United States, which has as a significant the third largest producer of wheat in the world, as well as Canada, which is also a major major producer. And we both talked about how we could increase and disseminate more rapidly food food shortages. And in addition to that, wait,
4: increase. <laughs> He just said we talked about how we can increase and disseminate food shortages. You're trying to exacerbate food shortages?
6: Food, food shortages and in this and disseminate more rapidly food, food shortages and in this.
4: All right, so fact checkers need to calm down and realize people are not exactly, you know, conspiracy theorizing. They're, well, they're jumping off of. Biden's saying we're going to create a food shortage and saying, how is he going to create a food shortage? Maybe it's through all of these random fires and explosions at plants. Now that news report I just showed you, um, they made it clear that the local fire department was investigating this. Then OSHA came down, came in and kicked the fire department out. So that means that Biden's people swooped in and said, we'll handle this investigation. Screw you local investigators. So, you know, if it was Biden's people creating this food shortage, like Biden just said, he's going to create food shortages. Um, you know, it's his people investigating the fire that just destroyed a bunch of grain at that plant you just saw last week. And so we would never, you know, if his people created that explosion and then they're investigating it, you know, you'd never, you'd never know the truth. Um, but, I I don't know. I don't know that, you know, Biden's people are creating these explosions, but when Biden says things like he's going to create a food shortage, I think he's setting himself up for people to go and start conspiracy theorizing. Hey, thanks for the uh, super chat hand of mold. You said, quote, ivory crushing lefties and commies with truth and this beautiful eyes. Thank you for your service. Hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate the support. Now, the fact checkers one thing they said is that look, uh, in all the investigations, it's not being found to be arson, so you guys should stop theorizing. Now, some of these have been found to be arson. Um actually, here's one, a guy just this week was sentenced uh for an arson last last year. It says here that a man sentenced for setting fire to Aware Food Bank in Woodburn last summer. And I, I guess this is in um, Oregon. Food banks are big target places for, if you want to get rid of a lot of food, food banks are known to store huge, uh immense amounts, thousands of pounds of food. I know here we have the Houston Food Bank, which last time Biden was in town, he went and toured it to act like he cared about Hungry Texans. Um, so this man literally tries to sh- burn down an entire food bank. Another food bank actually burned down, uh, recently as well. So it's like, you know, it's something to, to note it the yeah, I made note of this uh, back in March, March 29th. There was an article out of Maricopa County, Arizona. 50,000 pounds of food destroyed as fire ripped through Maricopa food pantry. Like, oh, it's just a food pantry. No, that's 50,000 pounds of food that were just destroyed. So it's like, what's going on? I was going through documenting this. I was like, it's just like every week practically (laughs) that another like giant fire is happening with food. So I don't know, you know, I would not if if anything, it wouldn't be, you know, Biden sending his people to burn these things down. I think maybe there's there there could be some sort of incentives program like, oh, if your if your facility happens to be victim to something like a fire, Biden and Min is graciously offering these huge benefits to you. So could it be that there's they're incentivizing people on the low? to accidentally have an accident at their factory because they'll get huge government benefits if they've suffered a loss from a fire. Could be something like that. Um and I always think back to last summer when we were seeing farmers um document th- they were filming paperwork received from the federal government that was asking them to destroy part of their crops last summer. Farmers were posting this on TikTok. Like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, the government is telling me to just mow down part of my field and throw it away and they're going to pay me. Well, I guess I'll do that. And so that's, that's really interesting. So it's all something, something to think about, but you just heard Biden in his, in his own words there saying, He's going to create a food shortage. Um, strange times. I just thought I'd finally get to addressing that since I hadn't made a video on, on these fires. Um, let me know what you guys think. Thanks for tuning in. And, um, you guys have a great rest of your week. I have to travel tomorrow, so I'm not sure if I can do truth bombs. So I might just have to see you guys next week. You guys have a good one. Bye.
2: Order now.